There we go. All right. What's up, nerd geeks and gamers alike? It is your boy, Nick, back from the grave, post-COVID. <laughs> Sorry we missed you. Uh, we missed a week of podcasting because I got COVID. And I'm better now. I'm just, <laughs> I'm just uh, got a little congestion like left over, but all, overall, all good. I was out for like, seriously out for like five days. Um, but we're all good to go now. And of course, as always, here with best friend Josh. Hey. So, <laughs> how you been, dude? It's the first time I've seen you in like two weeks. I know, right? Yeah, like it's a long time. The last time I saw you was uh, when we recorded last, so two weeks know. ago. Yeah. That Sunday. Uh, I've been pretty good. You know, fucking same old, same old. Mm -hmm. Just work. Going yeah. out here and there. Nothing really changed so far. What about you? Well, yeah, I had other, COVID. Other than COVID. Yeah, and it was so fucking weird, man. Because, like, of course, it happened the week, the very first week I start my new job. On the right. And I was doing good Monday, Tuesday. And then Tuesday night, I had a headache. And then Wednesday, I woke up, still had the headache. And just felt like, uh, like, you know, when you get sick breath, Yeah. I started to get sick breath and I was like, damn it. And of course I was really pissed off because that weekend, th that upcoming weekend was AEW double or nothing. And yeah. I had invited you all over. It was, yeah, we were going to do our whole, you know, group gather, watch, whatever. Yeah. And, um, Wednesday, you know, I do a job, make some money, and then come home around like 3, maybe 3.30, and I had just felt like I had been run over by a fucking tank. <laughs> Out of nowhere, dude. Like, as soon as I finish the job, I get in the car, my throat starts to hurt, I start to feel warm, like fever warm, but then I'm also like, it's also almost 100 degrees out right now. Yeah. You know, maybe I'm just like really tired, but then that headache started to get way worse. I come home, Brittany's, you know, like home and, uh, I just like, I, I walk in, I tell her right away. I don't feel like talking. I feel like dog shit. I take my temperature and then I take a COVID test. And at this point I'm kind of on autopilot. I had a fever of like 101 Jesus. or something like that. And my COVID test came back strong positive, like strong double lines, you know. Like, I was like, yo, you definitely got Yeah, it. you you are fucked, sir. <laughs> and, um, dude, like fever, headache, sore throat, all were super strong Wednesday, Thursday, Friday. And I think it was Friday night. I woke up in the, my in my sleep, yeah. in a pool of sweat. It was li I literally sweat so much I thought I pissed myself, dude. <laughs> it was that bad. Jeez. But then the next day I started to realize I don't necessarily have a fever anymore. My temperature went down to like ninety nine point zero. Okay, that's not uh, too bad. A, a fever, technically, because I've, I've learned this through being sick, 
um, <laughs> is 100.4. That's considered a fever. Huh. Yeah. So like 99.9, still not a fever. Yeah. 100, not really a fever mm-hmm. yet. But anyways, Saturday comes around and I'm like, dude, I I think I watched I watched uh, all of Stranger Things season four, part one in one day on my phone. Jesus. Yeah. Um, watched all of Shorzy in one night. Uh, I still haven't seen Kenobi on uh, Disney Plus. I hear mixed mixed reviews about it. I hear more good than bad. I hear yeah. more good than bad for sure. Um, I mean, I I had a problem with my sleep because I I hate fever dreams. They're so fucking weird, so out there, so wild. <laughs> and of course, you know, I'm like almost two years removed from a serious traumatic life event. Um, you know, my divorce and whatever. So my fever dreams like kind of played heavy into that. And I was just not not having it. So I was like fighting sleep, even though I knew sleep was something that I needed um, just because of the dreams. So like I like I would take a dose and a half of NyQuil to make myself sleep and melatonin sometimes also too, because the headaches were so bad, I couldn't fall asleep. Oh God. Yeah. Um, you would think being so bed bound and everything, I would be like, I would game a whole lot. I had no ambition to do shit. Like nothing, dude. My brain didn't want to function. It didn't want to think nothing. That I just, I watched, so much hey arnold fucking king of the hill um <laughs> youtube bullshit well, you know. i mean <clears throat> shit i mean if you're not moving or doing anything including eating mm-hmm. of course you're not gonna gain weight yeah i i remember i think it was a it was that saturday i went outside for the first time to take the trash out yeah to the dumpster of course you know i put a mask on and made sure to look out the windows and make sure no one was out there mm. and um there was a, the sun was out and there was a breeze and it felt nice. And I just like stood there in the street with my arms out, just like, oh, because <laughs> dude, man, like I am a homebody through and through. I love being home. I fucking hate really like going out and doing shit because. Says the buff motherfucker. Right. <laughs> but, um, like I got all my games, my movies, comics, whatever. I got it all here. Like. What do I need to go out for? You know, my mini fridge is always stocked with beer, got food, you know, and whatever. So, but I, I like, uh, I was craving to get the fuck outside. Yeah. Well, I mean, yeah, week straight. Fuck. Yeah. Even me, who's like a couch potato, Mm -hmm. like half the time, cannot do a week straight of just being inside all the time. Yeah. And then, of course, too, you know, um, I knew going into the next week that's my week with evelyn that's where i get her from the ex-wife and you know we spend time together or whatever so i was like get better get better get better get better i just kept telling to myself over and over again like (laughs) you need to be better so eventually um we got evelyn you know this week you know a couple it was like thursday when we got her that kind of sucked because it ate up so much of the week but the last thing i wanted to do was be like yeah come on over kid you know 
Keep... Uh, we're, we're getting over COVID, but yeah, come on. We'll pass it on to you. It's fine. Yeah. <laughs> we're not fucking irresponsible like that. And I communicated with my ex very heavily about, I have COVID. You're going to need to have her extra days. I feel like fucking death. Come to find out, the ex had COVID in April when Evelyn was there on her week. And she didn't say anything. And she didn't it. fucking say jack shit to me about that. Uh, and Evelyn could have passed COVID on to us. Evelyn could have had COVID. Who, who fucking knows? But either mm-hmm. way, if you have COVID and you have kids, be fucking responsible. <laughs> Jesus Christ. Like, don't be a... Ugh, whatever. I'm not going to turn this into a rant like that. But, um, yeah. It was, it was something, man. I don't wish it upon anybody. Uh, I really... I was kind of, you know, like thinking to myself, did I fuck up not getting the vaccine? Because, yeah, I'm not vaccinated. Um, Did I fuck up not getting it? Is this how I'm going to go out? Because I have one of my biggest fears in life is going out in the lamest way. You know, I mean, look at Elvis, dude. Elvis was the fucking man and he died taking a shit. Last thing I want. (laughs) Is, <laughs> is to fucking die from some whack-ass virus, you know what I mean? Oh my god. Um, but anyways, yeah, dude. Like, <laughs> I haven't had problems with breathing or anything like that, which I'm very grateful for because, I mean, I guess, you know, COVID can really fuck your lungs up really bad. And someone like me, that would really fucking suck. That would, yeah. you know, alter my life completely. I work manually, you know, I fucking work out all the time, whatever. Um, but in short, I recovered in like five days, five, that's the time frame that it took to really like eradicate the virus, the actual virus from me. Yeah. Um, and a lot of people were like, wow, you got over that pretty quick. And I'm like, well, Hey, here's the thing. I take care of myself. I work out, I eat healthy. You know, I take plethora of multivitamins a day and, and whatever. Um, and I'm also 30. So You're still young. I'm still young. Um, but a lot of people my age around my age, you know, have gotten the uh, COVID uh, pneumonia after having COVID, you know, oh, liquid yeah. fills up their lungs and stuff. I don't know if that's circumstantial or, or situational. I don't know if, you know, that happened because maybe their lungs aren't strong enough or whatever. I, I don't know. Yeah. But all I can say is like, you know, here I am today. Good, fine, healthy, you know, just a little snot rocket every now and then. <laughs> um, but I don't know. It makes me kind of wonder because like <laughs> I still have trouble waking up in the morning. Like, I'm just, I'm still, like, tired. Oh, well, I mean, remember, uh, we were talking to uh, Renee. Mm-hmm. And she said they had the same thing when they had COVID. Yeah. That they're, you know, they were cleared and they were, um, you know, came out negative. Mm-hmm. They still had issues with energy just for, you know, a few weeks. Some people, it lasts a little longer. Yeah. It varies from person to person, but. Right. You know, you're going to have that. Yeah. Like, today, I slept until, like, 1040. Damn. Yeah, I went to bed around like midnight, you know, but I woke up at 1040. Initially, I woke up at like seven. 
but I was like, I'm going to go back to bed. I don't really need to be up this early today. It's Sunday, whatever. Yeah. <clears throat> and then 40 rolls around. I wake up and I'm like, son of a bitch. Because I hate sleeping in that late, dude. <laughs> I feel like you rob yourself of the whole day, you know. But, um, yeah, like I know people, someone, I won't say who, um, but they just got COVID after being at Phoenix Fan Fusion, which is like, it used to be called Phoenix Comic-Con. Mm. Um, they got it. They're triple vaxxed and they were masked all, all the whole time. And and they got, it. you know, like, I don't know, man. I don't know. Like, I know people who were like, you know, lost another family member, lost another family member, you know, think about other people when you make your choices or whatever. But I'm like, hey, look, at the same time, we also know people who have been vaccinated up the ass and still got fucking COVID, mm-hmm. you know, like, oh, yeah. it's just the world we live in right now. And it fucking sucks. Apparently there's something called monkey pox too. Oh yeah. And that happened while I got COVID and I, <laughs> I go to, to stickies, you know, the vape shop. Um, if you want, dude, I mean, I'm, I'm negative. You can, you can hit the vape if you want, but, um, it's fine. I went there and they were like, Oh yeah, now there's something called monkeypox. I was like, "What the fuck happened while I was out?" You know, fucking apocalypse. <laughs> fucking a, man. Oh, but you know what I was following while I was just fucking bored and needed something to watch? The Depp and Herb. Yeah, dude, I mm-hmm. found this uh, law channel on YouTube uh, called Rakita Law, and you know, it's lawyers, you know, kind of like in their maybe early forties, mid forties, and they were just live streaming and comment commenting on the, 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 the court the case as it was happening and stuff you know yeah. and, <clears throat> dude like well 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 deserved well played on johnny depp's team you know and whatnot mm-hmm. his lawyers looked like professional lawyers amber heard's lawyers looked like dude like fucking amateurs man I know. throughout the entire thing like fucking amateurs I mean, can you really blame him though because they she had nothing really to back up anything she had dude and like when Depp's, uh, you know, data forensic specialist came out and was like, yeah, there's no way to authenticate her photos because they've been tampered with. Jesus. <laughs> yeah. He was like, this one is the same picture as this one, but they have different file sizes, like different, you know, and that's because they were edited. Yeah. You know, and whatever. So I, I was watching all that, dude. And I mean, what else did I have to fucking do? All right. What am I going to do? You know? I mean, hey, at least he fucking won. Yeah, I saw this meme. It's like, cheers to Johnny Depp, the first man to ever win an argument against a woman. <laughs> <laughs> and I thought that was pretty cool. You know, um, there was another one, of course, where it's like, today you will remember as the day that you almost defamed Johnny Depp. Oh my or Captain Jack Sparrow, you know, whatever. Yeah. But, um, no, I guess <sighs> now her fucking lawyer's are going around doing like talk shows and stuff and blaming everyone else but Amber and the and the work they did. What? You know, and it makes no sense too because all the jurors that decided on on the verdict, right? Because it was it was a jury trial. Yeah. All the jurors they were barred from going on social media and looking at anything to do with the case, going on YouTube and watching videos of the case, watching anything at all on television about the case. They're not allowed to talk about the case to anybody. They were literally like you cannot do or watch or see or interact with anything about this case outside this courtroom. 
damn. You can't even talk about it to your mom, your dad, whatever. Dude, that must be hard because that was such a huge... Six thing. weeks. Yeah. Yeah. Whew. And I guess her fucking lawyers have the fucking nerve to say, well, it was the social media's fault. And, and this and that. it's oh like, did God. you, do you, you know, like these jurors can't say shit or go on social media at all about, you know, and, and see anything about this case. I know. Like, like just <laughs> give it up, give it up. So I guess Amber Heard is going to appeal, you know, and, well, and she, yeah, take it up further. Yeah. Cause well, the thing is apparently, uh, I think she only has like a, like her house is only worth like $900,000 or some shit like that. Yeah. And, and she only has like 2 million somewhere on there. So yeah. She's gonna have to declare, declare bankruptcy, is what they're saying. Yeah. Over this. So. Yeah. Yeesh. And I also like after the verdict and everything. Apparently, Warner Brothers and DC have cut her entirely from the movie now. Before it was ten minutes of screen time is all she had, mm-hmm. but apparently now she's just completely. They're going to completely cut it. I don't know. Um, and I, I like I, I highly doubt she's gonna like get roles after all this you know what i mean or it might be a fucking while until she has some redemption tour or whatever but um like i tried to stay neutral you know during the whole thing and just say like i want the truth i want justice for you know whatever is going on but like after seeing all of it happen and like listening to everything and, and whatever dude like amber heard's fucking piece of shit (laughs) <laughs> like she is a fucking piece of shit. Like, do I doubt? And I've said this before in the podcast. Do I doubt that Johnny Depp acted a fucking idiot? You know, mistreated her. No, I don't doubt that. I mean, the dude's fucking millionaire. He's got an island for fuck's sakes. You know, like I'm sure he wasn't always the fucking country southern gentleman towards her. No. You know, and and whatnot. But like. I'm just glad this happened. You know what I mean? Like what sucks is she's kind of twisting this whole narrative about how, Oh, this, this is a horrible thing to happen to women. Um, and people who are victims of domestic violence, blah, 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 blah. It's like, yeah, you know why it sucks? Because you fucked it up for them. The real victims. (laughs) Now real victims are, are not necessarily going to be believed when they speak out or speak up because of people like you who fucking yeah. lied and manipulated and twisted it all up. Exactly. So, so now it becomes a woman who cried wolf scenario. Mm-hmm. That's why it's fucked up. You know what I mean? So, And the fact that she keeps trying to, you know, like play it as she's still the victim. Mm-hmm. It's like, what, what the hell? Yeah. This entire time they proved yeah. you were not the victim whatsoever. You know, it, the the best fucking thing to sum this whole thing up is that meme of someone riding a bike, putting a stick in their spokes, <laughs> falling down and blaming somebody somebody else. Right. You know? <laughs> like that's it. That is it. Somebody please get that meme, Photoshop her face on the person riding the bike, put the stick in the spoke, and then when when the when she falls down, put Fucking Johnny Depp. (laughs) (laughs) So, so yeah. Gosh, man. Oh, you know what else I watched a lot of? You probably might not even know what it is. Um, There was a, it was Donkey Kong Country uh, animated show. 
I I think we talked about this once before. Yeah. Not, maybe not on the podcast, but just between us two. Yeah. It's, I think so. It was like a 3D animated show, like yeah. how Beast Wars was or whatever. Uh-huh. I, I watched a fuck ton of that. <laughs> a lot of people hate, like, hate that show. I love it. Like the whole thing's on YouTube. I watched a lot of that. Um, Action Man. Um, a lot of like Fox Kids shows and shit and slept a whole lot. <laughs> You sound you sound like as though you experienced childhood again for a week. <laughs> Felt pretty miserable. <laughs> Watched a lot of cartoons. Played some video games. Yeah. Yeah. Oh, dude, son of a bitch. So I almost beat Brilliant Diamond. Pokemon Brilliant Diamond. Yeah. I I beat the Elite Four, right? Uh huh. There's a fucking champion after that you have to beat. <laughs> and this bitch. Dude, like, she's fucking impossible. The only way I could beat her is if I have a fairy-type Pokemon, and that's going to be strong enough. But then that means I have to... So what I ended up doing was I lost, right? I lost to the champ. Yeah. And um, I went to the PC in the Pokemon um, Center, pulled out a fairy-type Pokemon... You know what level they are? I fucking caught them in the beginning of the game. They're like a level three. <laughs> so now I've got a. F- I've played the game for like fifty, almost fifty hours now. So now I have to go back, train up this fairy type Pokemon, go through the Elite Four all over again. You don't have rare candies? Nah, maybe like two. Ah, shit, yeah, that's not enough. <laughs> yeah, I mean, I guess I could go to a shop maybe and see if a, a shop has them. Because yeah, that'll make them evolve, right? No, rare candies are the ones for the experience. Mm. Mm. Yeah. Yeah. But I mean, no. if you have like two, it's not enough to level no. up enough. And then I have like a Thunderstone. And I'm, oh, I can't remember what other type of stone I have. But like the, the ones that like force evolutions. Mm-hmm. But I'm like, these do me nothing. And I have so many fucking TMs. You know, the technical machines that like... Yeah. I'm like, none of these fucking apply to any of my lineup like whatever and dude i'm fucking going nuts because like my graveler is like level 50 still hasn't evolved into a fucking golem yet my machoke machoke yeah machoke is like level 54 55 still hasn't evolved into a machamp yet i'm at the end of the fucking game i'm like come on like will you just please evolve god I'm trying to think. I'm trying to think. So I got I got so frustrated. I I haven't touched it in like five days. Wait. So if you said if she, you need fairy type, are they dragon types that she has or what? Uh, no. It's like a psychic type or something like that. Oh, okay. Yeah. Um. So I have a uh, like a mini mime. I think is what it is. It's like a like a baby version of Mr. Mime. Oh yeah 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 yeah. But I'm like, dude, this thing's not going to do jack shit. It could be a level 100 and it's still going to suck balls. <laughs> I need like a fucking Chansey or well, Fable. Are you, are you trying to play the game without looking up any guides or what? Yeah. The only oh, the only guide I looked up, because, again, I've skipped a few generations of Pokemon yeah. between the, over the years. So when I would encounter a Pokemon that I'm not familiar with, I'll look up the Pokemon on Google ah, or I'll use that's like fair. my Pokedex, you know, um, and that 
there was like i can't remember the it looks like uh like a mushroom psychic kind of type of pokemon that she has and that one and another pokemon she has it's like a dragon type it's not like dratini or anything like that mm. um it both of them are weak against fairy type yeah i'm covered on everything else but you're just missing uh, the fairy the type fairy type yeah. dude and like I've I've done different orders because I, I I fucking battled her over and over and over and over again. <laughs> um, I'm not gonna lie, like I I saved right before I battled her, mm-hmm. you know, which I think is kind of the smart thing to fucking do. Yeah. <laughs> and I kept trying different combinations, you know, like this Pokemon go first, whatever, whatever. Nah, like just was not working out. Jeez. And of course I have a fighting type and a and a ground type pokemon and they're weak as fuck to her psychic types and whatever mm-hmm. and i'm like <laughs> come on <laughs> like these guys are fucking useless well i mean you're probably just gonna have to run around and see if you can fucking capture a fairy type that looks strong enough at least and I then just guess, fucking dude. level it up i'm kind of funny like that i don't like catching a high level pokemon because even though they might be that high level, they still might be like kind of basic once you capture them and their attack, you look at their attacks or whatever. It's, it's another thing. It's like one thing to capture a high level, but it's another thing to capture like the base form of it yeah. and then have it evolve and learn new moves and different moves, stuff like that. Yeah. That makes a huge difference. Yeah. That's why like I never really use like the, the stones because if you use the stone, They'll never get to learn any of those other different moves that they can only learn at one form or another. Oh, yeah. Yeah. I see what you mean. Well, then go back to, like, the beginner areas. (sighs) I mean, I can. It's not a problem. I can just, like, use Fly on my fucking Pokemon or whatever. I know. It's just a tedious task to have to do all that. I know. (laughs) And it's funny, too, man, because I fucking told you I've never had to change my lineup before. (laughs) Since, like, the very first, like, second region or whatever. All the Pokemon I've, I have on my roster are the Pokemon I've used on my roster since I started the game. Jeez. And I've, I've never had any fucking trouble, dude. <laughs> Until the... the, the ver- well, I mean, Back in my day, there was no fucking champion after the Elite Four or whatever. Because they're already hard enough. God. Now I'm using, like, fucking Max Revives and all this bull... Ugh. It's funny because like when I like the first real Pokemon game I actually played all the way through, uh-huh. like I told you, was Sword and Shield. Yeah. It was more Sword. I haven't played through Shield all the way yet. Mm-hmm. Same game, anyways. Yeah. But I'm one of those cautious players. So what I did was every Pokemon I ran into, if it was a type I didn't have yet, capture it. No matter what level it was. Yeah. Just capture it. And I was all the type of like, oh, this gym is this. Let me fucking yeah. swap out Pokemon. You know. See, I always had different teams for everything. I tried doing that, but the fucking thing is with my Pokemon is the reason why I've never um, struggled against a, a gym boss or whatever. Even like like my main Pokemon is a uh, fire type. Yeah. Right? Even against the water Pokemon gym, I had no problem just using him because hmm. he's all my Pokemon are super strong because in the beginning of the game... If I ever had a wild encounter, I I made my Pokemon battle. I never ran away. I did that for like the first four gyms. 
So I was always like, I don't know, at least 15 levels ahead. Like right before you got, you needed the badge? Yeah. Ah, okay. Yeah. Yeah. So my problem is now, and maybe about like 40% through the game, my Pokemon would be like one punch man against every fucking other Pokemon. So I could never just kind of damage a Pokemon and capture it. Oh, okay. So the issue you're having, see, that's why you got to have some, uh, there's two options. You got to have either a weak lineup yeah. to be able to, you know, somewhat weak. So that way you don't die in one hit either mm-hmm. to be able to do that. Or I got to look it up for you. I forgot the name of the move, but it's a move where no matter what, it will always leave the enemy of Pokemon at one HP. Okay. See, either that or I just, because I have so much fucking money in the game. <laughs> I can just buy, like, the fucking Master Balls or whatever they're called. Oh, the, uh, not the bad, because the Master Ball, I think you only have one up per playthrough. Oh. It's, uh um, Like Ultra Ball? Yeah, Ultra Ball. Yeah, I just buy, like, a fucking hundred of them. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Like, ch- chuck it. Chuck it. Chuck it. I have so many, dude. I didn't know there were so many different types of Pokeballs. Oh, I know. There's, like, a net ball with, like, a fucking water, whatever. Well, mm-hmm. anyways, we'll go ahead, take a quick break, and then, uh, get into the topics. Hell yeah. All right, so we're back. Let's get into the fan listener Q&A. All right. So Jim asks, who would win in their primes, Tyson or Ali? I've actually, like, thought about this so much throughout, like, just my time growing up. Because back in the day, I mean, I, I was alive and watching the Tyson Holyfield fight where he bit Holyfield's ear. God. Like I remember watching that at a parent at my parents' friend's house and yeah. you know, all the grown ups over, whatever. Everyone back then the black boxes were the thing. You know, where you could get like illegal like pay per views basically. Oh yeah. For yeah, free. Yeah. You know. I um, those. For me, in my opinion, you've got strength versus speed. Mm-hmm. Speed's always going to win, in my opinion. You could be... Like, Tyson is great, right? He's a mean motherfucker. He lands a clean one on you, you're most likely going down. Yeah. You know? And that's how a lot of his fights went. Ali was very fucking fast, had amazing um, technical work. His feet work is amazing, his whole shuffle that he used to do, you know? And you could have him against the ropes... And not touch him once when you throw like 20 punches. Because he was just so evasive. And it wasn't like Ali won on points all the time. Dude knocked people the fuck out. Yeah. You know, he had a great frame for boxing. He had great reach for boxing. Tyson was was considered small at heavyweight. Um, Mm. You know, and his reach wasn't the best. But he would find a way to duck, dive, weave, and get in there and get inside the pocket and land a fucking mean hook or a mean uppercut. Um, But I would have to think if they were to go 100 fights, Ali would win 51% of them at least. You know what I mean? Yeah. Because when you look at Ali's fights, Mm -hmm. one of the biggest ones 
that you could compare to Ali versus uh, Tyson. Tyson would be Ali and Foreman. George Foreman. Yeah. Rumble in the jungle. And, and George Foreman was knocking motherfuckers out left and right. He was a big, true, mean heavyweight. I mean, Ali beat him. To the point where he started selling grills. <laughs> <laughs> but um, I just think, yes, if Tyson landed one clean, solid fucking hook, it would put Ali down. Maybe even a body shot. Because I've seen Tyson win fights on fucking body shots. But I think if Tyson were to land one clean one, he'd probably knock Ali out. But the thing is, you have to land that. And well, Ali, mean, kept he was so good at keeping people at a distance, making his way in, just enough, and then getting the fuck out. And he reminds me so much... Actually, Anderson Silva mm-hmm. reminds me so much of Ali. The way he he had movement, you know, the fucking shoulder shakes, the the fucking dodging and everything. I don't know. I I I love Tyson, but he's a mean motherfucker. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. But I think Ali would would take him. And I mean, people have even asked Tyson, who would win in a fight. In their primes, you or Ali. And he's called Ali the greatest fighter of all time. You know, I don't think, without a doubt, he's not just speaking humbly, he's speaking truthfully. Because he probably knows, like, I would struggle like a motherfucker against uh, Ali. And here's the thing, too. I think for Tyson to get in range with Ali, he would have to eat a bunch of shots. Yes, he was good at, like, you know, ducking and rotating. But dude, I think he would he would have to eat a lot of shots. And that would probably take a lot of gas out of his tank. Yeah. What about you? Oh, that's not, like that's a hard one, honestly. Cause like the thing is Mike Tyson wasn't slow either, though. I mean, of course, yeah. he was way faster. Yeah. I, I would say like throwing speed. Tyson had a faster throwing speed, in my opinion. Well, of course. Because yeah. his wind-up and launch was like, bam! Like, it was just quick. Yeah. Yeah. So, that's that's what I'm saying. Is like, do you think that just because Ali can dodge and all that, Mike Tyson won't have the opportunity to land a hit? He'll definitely land a few hits. Yeah. You know, I mean, it's, it's one of those things where, because, like, even this question has been asked for years now. Yeah. Even Ali had told, because there was, a, I think, I saw a video. It was an interview between Ali and Tyson. Mm-hmm. And even Ali was like, honestly, I don't know. He, yeah. he Even he was like, I'd probably give it to Tyson. But Tyson's like, I'd give it to Ali. Yeah. So it's just one of those things where it's... The only way to really know is if we put them both in their prime in a cage and let them fucking fight. <laughs> but, yeah. you know, of course, that will never happen. Well, I mean, Ali <laughs> did even fight Superman. <laughs> <laughs> There's a comic of that. I know. Yeah. <laughs> But the thing is, it's like, Tyson wasn't, like I said, he's not fucking slow. Yeah. Of course, he's not as fast as Ali, of Mm -hmm. course, but he still managed to get a a few hits in. So, you know, it's one of those things where I put it more towards Tyson Mm -hmm. because his power, his raw power would 
might, might be able to trump up, you know, yeah. that, that speed that he has. I hate my refrigerator so much. <laughs> it's It looks nice and everything, but it fucking makes this rattle every now and then. I need a new fan. Well, it's either the fan is loose or the fucking compressor is loose. That sounds like it's coming from on top, so it might be the fan. Yeah. Yeah. Fucking maintenance guys talking about... Fuck, I know, right? <laughs> I've even put in a work order, and they said they were going to fucking... Um, Come back whenever the part came in. I put that work order in like four months ago. God. I'm like, let's just let me do it myself. I already replaced the fucking light switch myself in here. <laughs> I've done so much work in here so they don't have to. Anyways, so, yeah. you got you got Tyson, I got Ali. And But honestly, I'm in the same boat as you where it'd be uh, like 51% type thing. Where yeah. it's just like just barely. Like fucking hair close. Yeah. Yeah. Because, I mean, honestly, it's like that's, yeah, like you said, though, Ali is mm-hmm. not a light. And neither of, the, neither of them have quit in them. Oh, God, no. You know, mm-hmm. Tyson broke his back in a fight. An injury is spinal. Ooh. <laughs> have you ever seen that interview? No, I got to watch that. <laughs> yeah, it was like the, it was after the fight. He goes, uh, the interviewer was asking him something. And then Tyson goes like, it's my back. I heard it. And the... The interviewer, the interviewer goes like, "What do you mean?" He goes, "It's spinal. <laughs> I broke my back. It's spinal." <laughs> yeah, I don't know. We'll see. He's in one of those um Ip Man movies. Was it Tyson? Yeah. It was. Yeah. 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 That was a pretty cool fight in that movie. Oh man, I fucking love the Ip Man yeah. movies. But then again, at the same time, no matter what the debate is, I would never want to be in the ring with either one of those guys. Yeah. Even I, if it's just training. Yeah. Fuck that. What's our next question? All right. <laughs> You're really thinking about that question. I know. I need to move on from it. <laughs> All right. So next question comes from Brian. Who would you rather be? Master Chief or Doom Guy? Arena. Yeah. The Doom, Doom Slayer. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. I mean, okay. like, Chief is, like, fucking rad and everything. Right? He's been proven to shut down. And a fucking Doom guy. Literally fighting for millennia. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, like, like of course, yes. You know, I fucking love Doom. That's my, probably my favorite, like, game ever. But when I, like, look at them on paper, right, and stack them up against each other. Again, like, you start Halo Infinite, and the, the opening scene is Chief frozen and powered down you don't have to worry about that when you're doom guy you're fueled by motherfucking rage from (laughs) hell you know what i mean like they killed your bunny (laughs) 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 but yeah no and like think about the soundtracks you know halo has a fucking awesome soundtrack but it just doesn't compare to that doom doom Oh, dude. There was a question on Twitter that was going around. I don't know who asked it or whatever, but it was like, if you were a pro wrestler, what would your walkout song be? Any music. And I replied, or I retweeted it, but um, said, uh, the only thing they fear is you from Doom Eternal by Mick Gordon. That would, that would, this is the most, could you imagine, dude, like in a Royal Rumble, you know, you've got like 10 guys or 11 guys in the ring or whatever, and they're duking it out. And then here comes you, number 12. Ding, dong, 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 I mean, the song alone is intimidating. Yeah. Come on. <laughs> and then 
you just you hear the crowd fucking pop, the fucking pyro goes, and then you hear and then you fucking run into the ring. Like, dude, it's just perfect. I know. Fuck, it's, it's insane. But yeah, Doom Guy, I think he has like a cooler arsenal of weapons as well. Yeah. Because like every weapon has like the two different modes or three different modes you can use. Um, and I think uh, his his gear just looks cooler. The I mean, suit. I think it looks cooler. Uh, in, in Doom Eternal, not necessarily Doom 2016. Doom 2016 was cool, the Praetor suit, but it needed work and improvement, and that's what they did with Doom Eternal. Ah. See, I was going to say, I honestly think, like, it's a close, you know, like, mm-hmm. with the suits. Yeah. I honestly think Master Chief's suit looks cooler, but just, like, ever uh-huh. so slightly. But I still, I would still rather be Doom Guy. Yeah. <laughs> Fuck that. And see, like the cool, oh, the cool thing too with like uh, um, the suit with for Doom Guy or Doom Slayer, because they call him Doom Slayer now. <laughs> before he was Doom Guy. Um, if we're going off like alternate costumes and unlockables, Doom Slayer, like his gladiator form, that's oh. what I play the game in. Yeah. It's like the glad- it's so oh, it's so cool. fucking cool. And then he's also got one that's like all black but has like flame decals all over it. Looks oh. fucking cool. And then there's that fucking um unicorn one I showed you. Oh yeah. That I unlocked. <laughs> yeah. Well, I mean, it's like when you really think about it. <laughs> overall, like yes, fucking Master Chief has uh Cortana, nice tits and all that. <laughs> <laughs> but Doom guy just in strength, speed, like power, fucking yeah. everything. He tops Master Chief and everything. So why would you not want to be Doom guy? Yeah, I mean, other that than... would be a cool death battle. Like if Rooster Teeth made an episode of Death Battle with Doom guy versus Chief. I think they did that. Did they? Let me check real quick. But yeah, like Master Chief has strategy behind him. Whereas Doom Slayer just has the physical attributes, you know? Yeah. Um, but he also has that fucking battle experience, man. Like oh, Doom Guy? Yeah. Bro, he's been fighting. He, remember, he fought a millennia. For a millennia. Yeah. Of course, he definitely has yeah. battle experience. Yeah, they have, it's uh, yeah, Halo vs. Doom. Oh, really? Mm-hmm. I'll have to watch that. But yeah, it's a good question. Thanks, Brian. (laughs) And Jim. I forgot to thank Jim. Yeah. (laughs) All right. Next question comes from Melini. Wait, did you say who you picked? Yeah, I said Doom Guy. Ah, okay. Yeah. Next one's Melanie. (laughs) Melini. (laughs) Melanie. Yeah. (laughs) Melanie has. Melina. What's an underrated game slash series that you wish would get a second chance? That's a really fucking good question. That is a good question. And that's a very hard question to just fucking <laughs> take that quickly. Because, mm-hmm. like, honestly, what I try to do is not pay attention to the questions that come in until we record. Because I don't want to have, like, a leg up on you when it comes to answering these blindly. Yeah. Um, but, I mean, even then, yeah. <laughs> it's one of those questions where you're going to be thinking about it for a while. Yeah, like an underrated game or series. I already have one. Go ahead. 
It's it's not super underrated per se, but at least in the US it is. Dragon's Dogma. Ah, okay. That game is all right. Story wise, it could have done better. You know, uh like production wise, kind of like as in like the voice acting and all that. Uh-huh. Could have been way better. <laughs> <laughs> Okay, it's not that bad. <laughs> it's not that bad. It's not Final Fantasy X bad. <laughs> hey, so that was just like that one moment in the game. The rest mm-hmm. of it was pretty good. And this yeah. one, ooh, ooh, it's questionable. But the gameplay. I know you're not a huge RPG fan like that. And then I know that gave you the game for your birthday like three years ago. After you beat it. <laughs> <laughs> well, I mean, I had beaten it several times already. Yeah. At that point, I was like, I might as well give it to him. For me, it's just the the whole time investment. Oh, yeah. Because I'm one of those gamers that, like, if I have a game and I'm playing it, that's the game I'm playing. Mm -hmm. You know? Mm -hmm. So it's like, when do I want to dip in, you know, 70-plus hours into a game? Yeah, that's true. But it's one of those games where the gameplay is absolutely fucking phenomenal. Mm -hmm. Like, honestly, as much as, like, I love Elden Ring... Mm -hmm. Dragon's Dogma's gameplay tops Elden Ring. Oh wow! Like, okay, by a mile. It's just because like like Elden Ring's gotten pretty close. Like you know, older Dark Soul games. Mm-hmm. You know, they had your general run of the mill style magic type gameplay, okay. even melee style gameplay. But the thing is with Dragon's Dogma, is one of the things that you could do in that game that not many other games can like you know incorporate is is like the bigger mo- boss monsters and all mm-hmm. that or just bigger monsters in general yeah. you can climb on top of them and attack them like that oh wow yeah okay so like shadow colossus kind of shit oh yeah like that mm-hmm. and oh my god it makes it just it changes up the way you play drastically okay it's like you know you're fight you're right you jump on top of a chimera mm-hmm. fucking riding around while it's trying to buck you off and you're just stabbing slicing at it it's right. fucking fun um, the magic in it is fucking phenomenal. I've even, not even not even Elden Ring's magic system compares to it. Oh wow! And it's an older game. Yeah, much older. It's PS3. Yeah. Yeah. So it's because like, all right. So one of the skills you can do is uh, you create create a tornado. You know, there's two levels to it. It's a smaller one and a giant version. Okay. The big version, like, if it you're at a good distance, it, it covers up most of the screen when you're. You know, at a good distance away from it, too. Mm-hmm. It, it just sucks on enemies, flings up in the air, and, you know, the fall damage kills them. Okay. You can summon a fuck ton of meteorites or meteors and mm-hmm. just fuck up the place. Okay. You know, it's shit like that. It's just, yeah. it blows your mind. It's one of my favorite games. Okay. And then, oh, and what was the other thing? God damn it, I already forgot. What was it? Damn it, Bobby. Damn it, Bobby. <laughs> <laughs> It's my purse. <laughs> I don't know you. That's my purse. <laughs> dad. Um, what? The dad. Oh yeah. And the only downside to that game. Pocket sand. Oh my God. <laughs> <laughs> well, not the only downside. One of the biggest downsides to that game. Uh huh. Is the way the pawns? Because they have pawns. You don't when you play online, you can rent out a pawn, which is a character. Let's say cannon a, fodder. Kind of. They can, 
they can actually be really <clears throat> fucking powerful or they uh-huh. can be ass. You know, it just depends on how because pawns are when you create when you start the game, mm-hmm. you create two characters. Well, a little further in you create the second character, but you create your main character and another character is a pawn. Okay. And the pawn follows you around. They're like your servant in a way. Okay. They're emotionalist people. Like NPCs. Kind of. Like in in the game world, they're emotionless people. Okay. They're just they exist just to serve the chosen one, basically. But there's chosen ones in different timelines and so you can rent out pawns from other players. Which is a cool system. Yeah. The only issue is they do not shut the fuck up. Oh my uh. god. Like literally every little thing that's like if they, all right, if there's a plant or something, or there's an enemy that you're just passing by, they will point it out, and they will talk about it. Okay. Oh my god. Yeah, it it's is like so that, annoying. What is it in Ocarina of Time? Listen. It's hey, worse listen, than that. Navi. It's so much worse than that. Oh my god. But yeah, no, it's it's a really fucking fun game. You know it. The, the climbing system, the value, everything about it, I've absolutely enjoyed it. You know, there, and and I'm, I'm I'm a big RPG guy. One of the things that I liked is that they mixed it up a little bit with the classes that you could do. Okay. Like normally it's you know like the archer, mage, rogue, and fucking warrior, but they added a few different ones like um the magic archer. Mm-hmm. And the Magic Warrior, fucking cool ass classes. Okay, but yeah, that's my pick. <laughs> Let's see. For me, I would probably have to say because I've got a couple. Number one, Gex. You ever played Gex? Mm-mm. Side-scrolling platformer, you know, mascot pl- platformer. Uh, it came out on the 3DO, PlayStation, eventually the N64. Um, very, um, you play, it's a gecko, right? Hmm. And, like, in the first one, he gets sucked into the TV. And you have to go through, like, different themed worlds. Like, the first one is a horror land. And then the next one, uh, the one after that is, like, TV um, studio land or whatever. Really fun. He says a lot of like politically incorrect kind of stuff nowadays. He's a smart ass mascot, you know, kind of like <laughs> like a Sonic or Crash, I guess. Yeah. Um, a lot of people, again, kind of like what you said about these uh, pawns, they don't shut the fuck up. Uh, Gex, <laughs> well, he has so many di- lines of dialogue. Where he'll say something smart-ass or whatever every time he uh, jumps on an enemy or slaps them with his tail or Ugh. gets a power up or something. Um, I don't know. I'm a product of the fucking 90s. He says a lot of fucking funny 2D shit that I fucking love. Um, another one is Turok. I fucking oh, love Turok. Turok. And not to say that Turok is underrated by any means because... He had his fucking time in the light, you know, on the N64 in the spotlight. Um, he had a reboot for the PS3, Xbox 360 uh, generation, and it didn't really work out that well. You know, the story was kind of like weak and whatever and, and whatnot. 
but I would love to see Turok come back and kind of be like just a, a, a whole reboot. Just but start from like from the beginning. All start from the beginning, but base it more on the comics and the original uh, series. Um, what was the other one? Ah, Lego Island. Fucking amazing PC game. I don't think I've ever heard of that one. Oh, it's so fun, dude. It was such a fun game when I was growing up as a kid. You know, I have like vague, faint memories of it. And I can't 100% describe it because it's been so long since I played it. <laughs> I might still have it. I'm going to Google that. But Lego, Lego Island, Island, I remember it being such a fun fucking game. You could like race jet skis, I believe. Um travel around the island on the streets and stuff um i think there's like a cops and robbers kind of thing about it i don't remember 100 percent, but lego island was so fun dude and i remember like a couple of the kids on the block actually had it because we all had pcs um yeah yep that image right there fucking sits in my heart so much <laughs> the the cover you know the cover artwork fucking loved lego island and i was like huge on lego back in the day i had a subscription to the lego magazine or the, the club or whatever um i had tons and tons of fucking legos i love lego <laughs> but I, I never got into like lego batman the harry potter the star wars oh, indiana yeah. jones Jurassic park never got into those games um but like the pure lego games like lego Land. island yeah fucking love it fucking love it all right, what's All right. our next one? So our last question comes from Britt. She asks, favorite AEW fight this year and why? This one's going to be a you question because I don't think I've seen any AEW fights this year with you yet. Have, have, was Not, Double or Nothing the first pay-per-view this year? I don't remember. I need to look that up real quick. Let me see. Um, AEW pay-per-views... 2022 let's see it has been a while yeah i just uh battle of the belt oh revolution which one was revolution that was in march but who's which, okay which, which so were some of the fights revolution had ah that was when we grilled we grilled and then there, there was a because i remember we watched um chris statlander versus layla hirsch that was the one dude that was the one where I was like, I should have fucking bet on this because I got like 10 out of 11 right on my guesses. <laughs> um, we had Chris Jericho versus Eddie Kingston. Mm-hmm. Um, and then we had uh, Jurassic Express versus Red Dragon versus the Young Bucks for the championship for the tag teams. And that's when um, Jurassic Express won. Oh, yeah. We also had the ladder match with Christian Cage versus Keith Lee versus Orange Cassidy versus Powerhouse Hobbs versus Ricky Starks versus Wardlow. <laughs> and Wardlow won. Uh, Jade Cargill versus Ty Conti. Uh, the dog collar match with CM Punk and MJF. Oh, yeah. That, that was, was fucking gnarly. That was a good fucking match. Like the rest, was, the rest of the matches that night, mm-hmm. I mean, they were good, just not memorable. But that one was good. And there was Britt Baker versus Thunder Rosa, and that's when Britt Baker, Britt Baker lost her title to Thunder Rosa. Oh yeah, because you're telling me that she had it for how many fucking days? Like oh, fucking long time. Yeah. 
and then there was Hangman Page versus Adam Cole. So that was the first uh, the first pay per view, and then the second one was Double or Nothing, which just happened. Oh, by the way, there's also another pay per view this month uh, called Forbidden Door. That's uh, AEW versus New Japan Pro Wrestling. Oh, that one we have to watch because you were telling me about that yeah. like, over yeah, a month it's, ago. It's going to be good. Um, so we got like three and a half minutes left on the recording timer before it goes out. God, dude, there's been so many fucking good matches throughout this year. But remember, excluding, even excluding pay-per-view. Oh, yeah, no, it just says AEW. It doesn't say Yeah, AEW. no. Okay, you know what? Just because it's fresh on my mind, this past week on Rampage, it was on this this Friday, two days ago. Yeah. They had uh, the Lucha Brothers versus uh the young bucks again oh shit but they really? did it in ontario california and that's where the young bucks are from and the young bucks ended up winning Ooh. but but it was such a fucking good match dude like anytime these two fucking tag teams go at it because remember the cage match last year god that was fucking insane Woo! <laughs> yeah it was good um friday there were so many near falls, so many close pins, like back and forth, back and forth, like just fucking incredible. It was really good. That one might be my favorite um, for the year so far, just because it was so good. Like, See, if she wouldn't have said the year and just said in general, oh, I would have said that cage match. That was, that was so good, yeah. Um, God, that was such an intense fight. That one was like really good. Yeah, I'll just I'll say that just because, like, it's the freshest. In your it's mind. the freshest in my mind right now, and I would really have to think about it as far as like, because we're in June, we're we're halfway through the year now, so like mm-hmm. six months of wrestling matches that I've watched, like I would really have to think about it. <laughs> you know, um, it's a lot of wrestling. I know, and another one might be any match with Darby Allen in it and Sting. Oh, fuck. It's crazy. Darby Allen, he's so fucking skinny and tiny. He's so fast, though. I know. Didn't, um... When did we watch that match with Sting, Darby Allen, Matt Hardy? Because remember Sting did a fucking dive off of, like, one of the top rows onto a oh, table? Oh, yeah. Was that at Revolution? Because that was a fucking hell of a match. If that was that revolution, then yeah, that would probably have to be one of, the, like, oh, I don't know. Now I, <laughs> I know. Damn it, and we have like we have like <laughs> fucking forty seconds left on the timer before it fucking goes out on a on anchor here. Let me see. Uh, no, no. Was it a double or nothing? No, it wasn't double or nothing. It might not have been on Revolution. But who was it versus who? Oh, it was on Revolution. Yeah, it was on Revolution. So either that one, it was a Tornado Trios tag team match with the Andrade Hardy Hardy Family Office versus Darby Allen, Sammy Guevara, and... So yeah, um, the timer went off. But (laughs) that one was also on... Uh, pay-per-view this year revolution and so that was this year <sighs> yeah god, that, okay you know sting taking that, that fucking dive dude dude oh my god 
And the thing is, is, is that's the one where they fucking, um, what was it? What move was it again where he fucking floats them over like that? What? Uh, it, it, was, it wasn't a suplex. Was it a suplex? Because he did it, they did it to Sting in the fucking crowd. And it looked like Sting hit his head on the fucking floor. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. I think it was just a fucking suplex. Like a German suplex. Yeah. Um, you're not getting confused with WrestleMania, though, right? Like with Stone Cold? Because that happened to Stone Cold, too. When he was wrestling Kevin Owens. You're right. But no, I remember Sting hitting his head, though. Okay, okay. Yeah. So, either the Lucha Bros versus fucking Young Bucks uh, on Rampage on, on Friday, or... That trios match. That trios that was, match was fucking insane. That was fucking awesome. God, they went all over the damn place with that. They one did. Too. You know what's funny, man? Fucking Hell in a Cell is today. WWE. Oh shit. And Cody Rhodes is wrestling again today. Oh shit. Yeah. So, anyways, that'll wrap it up for a Q and A. We'll be uh, right back with our main topics. <laughs> And we're back. So what's our uh, first topic? <clears throat> All right, so first topic of the night will be, will Arnett cast it to voice Sweet Tooth and Samoa Joe cast it to be Sweet Tooth? Yeah, the new Twisted Metal show. So this has been a uh, three, two, one. <laughs> this has been an ongoing topic as the podcast has progressed. Uh, the whole Twisted Metal show that's supposed to be coming out. Mm-hmm. Relatively soon, I would imagine, probably within the next year, we'll get it. Fucking cross my fingers, I hope so. Yeah, gosh. But, um, so Will Arnett, pretty funny actor, you know, he's the the voice in all the Reese's commercials, you know, he's been in, uh, what is that show? The Money's in the Banana Stand. Um, Arrested Development. (laughs) Yeah, he's been in Arrested (laughs) Development, you know, the Ninja Turtles movies, and everything in between. He's got a pretty distinct voice. Um, yeah. He's also the dude from uh, The Conjuring. <laughs> no, he's not. Is he not? No, he's not. Really? <laughs> yeah. It's another dude. Uh, kind of plain white looking guy. Well, he looks Patrick like... something, I think is his name. You sure? Mm-hmm. God, they look so much alike. <laughs> it's like the same person. <laughs> but, uh, yeah. And then you've got Samoa Joe being cast as Sweet Tooth physical, right? Mm-hmm. I think it's pretty good casting. Um, You're right. Yeah. God damn, they look exactly the same. What's his though. name? Patrick what? Wilson. Wilson. There you go. Wilson. <laughs> <laughs> so I think it's kind of a good sign that we've got all these big names this being is, signed on to the project. It's, never, it's not always a good sign, but... Right. right, but that means there's going to be a lot of money in this, right? Mm-hmm. So oh, yeah. hopefully that translates into great performances and great visuals. That's all I'm concerned about. You know, well, if, I would say story, but the thing is, the story for the show is already so far from the uh, concept of twisted metal, you know, as a game. Yeah, that I can't necessarily be bothered with the story at at this point yeah so i mean my my only hope is that it's like a prequel type situation where the story leads up to 
a tournament tournament type thing yeah you know I mean? yeah, yeah yeah you know it's like it's i didn't think game. about that that's good that, that's what i'm hoping for mm-hmm. you know because i mean they've done that before they've done prequel situations like that mm-hmm. where they try to create a new situation that leads to that but yeah you know um it does bring me hope that the look they're going for is kind of more towards twisted metal black and twisted metal for the ps3 mm. um by mm. casting samoa joe because he does have that body type of sweet tooth in twisted metal black and the twisted metal oh yeah game on the ps3 because well, i mean he's fucking wearing a fucking mask anyway that's on fire so yeah you know he definitely fits the body type yeah um Will Arnett does do a good kind of brooding voice when need, you know, need be in, in certain situations. So I think it'll be pretty cool um, to have that combo. You know what I mean? I'm definitely curious as to what it's going to turn out like. Yeah. And for those of you who don't know who Samoa Joe is, I mean, he's been a Ring of Honor champ. He's the current Ring of Honor champ right now. Uh, he was former WWE NXT champ, um, former... United States champ for WWE, uh, just really good professional wrestler. You know he's awesome. Uh, he's also I think an Impact as well. So he he's been all over the place. See, man, you can't see. Yeah, Patrick Wilson and uh, Will Arnett. They, see, you, they look you like they could be brothers you or can't cousins. Blame me for thinking they were yeah. the same guy. <laughs> yeah. Um, so it. These names are, are pretty awesome. And I, I love seeing pro wrestlers in, in acting. You know what I mean? Like, I, I think sometimes pro wrestlers don't get enough credit for their acting chops. Sometimes it doesn't translate one-to-one, but... The Rock. <laughs> I mean... <sighs> no, he's done some great movies, don't get me wrong. He's But he's just had too many not that great movies. And the thing for me with The Rock, too, is, dude, he's always... He's not a character. He's himself. Yeah. And that's where I'm like, bro, you're not acting really. I know. You know, like, <laughs> you're just being you to, like, a certain degree. It only works when he's in movies with fucking, um, what was his name? Kevin Hart. <laughs> yeah. I don't know. I'm kind of excited to see his Black Adam movie for the DC uh, universe. Oh, wait, what, what was his name? Huh. Hold on. <laughs> what? <laughs> Just keep talking. I'll bring it up in a second. (laughs) We're getting really fucking off topic. But um, yeah, I'm kind of like, kind. I'm I'm cautiously optimistic and I'll stay cautiously optimistic about this whole Twisted Metal series. Um, I don't remember what platform it's going to be on. Did we, did we say what it was going to be on? Was it Paramount? No, it wasn't Paramount. Was it uh, Peacock? No. I think it was. I want, I, want, I want to say it was. I'm going to look that up real quick. But well, what you were you talking about? This. Black Adam and Honky Pete. Oh, my God. <laughs> have you seen that video? No. Oh, my God. I have to show you that video. That's basically that they were interviewing uh, The Rock about it. Uh-huh. And they were t- talking about what character would uh, um, Kevin Hart be. And, and The Rock, without skipping a beat, says Honky Pete. Honky Pete. <laughs> Oh my god! And he said his superpower would be pockets. Oh, I have yeah. seen that. Yeah, 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 yeah. Yeah, pockets. Yeah. Oh gosh. But yeah, it is going to be on Peacock. Twisted Metal. 
Oh, it is? Oh, yeah. Um, so I don't know, man. I'm interested. I think it's going to be pretty cool. Um, I would love for them to make a movie with the fucking actual source material. I think that would be way better. I know. Or like a movie series. You know what I mean? Like a franchise. Kind of like covering every fucking character. Uh, Well, well, in the game. Like at least for the game's sake. Because there are so many different options for endings. Because, again, the the, the prize at the end of the game, when you beat it, is your character gets their wildest and uh, whatever wish come true. But the thing is, you got to be careful what you fucking wish for, right? Mm -hmm. Because Calypso is a fucking twisted motherfucker. And I think there's a lot of different ground to cover in a watchable media. Oh, I know. You know, like, what character are you going to make the main character? You know, because, like, you you can't make a movie around Sweet Tooth. You could, but it would just be, like, an origin story of, like, how Freddy Krueger became Freddy Krueger. Yeah, because you know, he's, that's he's, like he's a, just a psychotic guy. It's that's just a is. scene. Yeah. You know, it's not a movie. Um I don't know. I do understand, much like the Mortal Kombat movie that we saw, where they made an original character for the film or show, right? They had that guy named Cole, the ex-MMA fighter. But the thing is, like, at least his made sense, because he's still included in the tournament. Right, yeah. You know, there is right. still a revolves around the tournament. Right. In some way, shape, or form. Yeah, and, like, they have him related to Scorpion, whatever. Yeah. Same thing with Anthony Mackie's character. Um, he is an original character for the show. So, like, I get it. Let's make a new character to make him the audience's vehicle. And then That's we'll fine. feature all these other different characters to surround him, whatever, that are familiar. Cool. Um, I just think, I don't know, there's been one, two, three, four, small brawl. Um, black head on and twisted metal, so that's like nine games. You have all these characters. I know. I mean, like, I understand that the, the issue is that these directors or producers mm-hmm. or whoever, these writers, try to make it their own thing. Yeah, you know, instead of trying to sticking with the source material, which is what make... people want. Yeah, I know. It's like that's the whole point of these game game turning into series or movies Mm -hmm. people want it to be like the source material right but these writers slash directors want to make it their own thing and that's where they go wrong that's what they fucked up with halo yeah they didn't even refer to the games for source for material apparently nobody in the production team at all yeah played any of the games or read any of the books yeah i haven't i haven't heard anything good about that show so hopefully this show is completely different. <laughs> I know. I mean, because like, I, I understand that they want to do something new, whatever. But like I said, if they're doing like a prequel thing where it's like it leads up to the tournament, that would make sense. Yeah. You know, there's a delivery, some shit. Because you said it was about a delivery guy, right? Yeah. Anthony Mackie is like a milkman, ex milkman, whatever. And he's delivering a package across the US post apocalyptic setting. Yeah, you know, so it's like maybe it's like you know maybe it's the item that would allow what's his name to grant whatever wishes. Calypso. Yeah, Calypso. maybe he's 
delivering this package and everyone else is sought is seeking after it and he's got to get it to calypso like i i don't know <sighs> yeah just metal is just one of those fucking franchises dude that is like so fucking nostalgic so many people fucking love it mm-hmm. very much like halo it's like please don't fuck this up like halo did hopefully oh, these people surrounding this project are taking fucking notes you know what i mean and like being observant of uh source material fan uh wants requests and whatnot again dude i'm gonna fucking i'm gonna bring it up again i hope they're paying attention to like what the sonic uh, franchise has done so far. They're the only franchise that's actually done anything good with you know their yeah their product. I mean, uh, I I really liked Mortal Kombat. I know a lot of people had complaints about it, but dude, that movie, in my opinion, was way better than it should have been. Oh yeah, you know what I mean. Yeah, unknown cast. Like, I don't really know anybody who was in that movie, Mm-mm. except uh, Ludi Lin. He was the guy who played, um... oh my god, I can't um, think of his fucking name. Fucking Sub-Zero, right? No, 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 no. no. Uh, he, the main character, well, the main good guy. Cole? No, um, and the games. Why well, can't I think of his fucking name? <laughs> I don't remember either. Not Kung Lao. fucking fire bicycle kick the main character oh, in the fucking games like <laughs> like every other character's name popping up on my head Ev- yeah i know everybody is fucking screaming at us right now <laughs> it's this motherfucker it's this um hold on uh Liu Kang. There jesus we go. christ i know i was thinking i was thinking what's his name the dude with the fucking the hat I was thinking of him. Yeah. Um, and now I forgot. Kung Lao. Name. Kung Lao. There we yeah. go. Yeah. Anyways, Ludi Lin played uh, Liu Kang. The only reason I know who Ludi Lin is, is because he was the Black Ranger in the Power Rangers rebooted movie. Well, actually, there's another, um, the guy who played Scorpion is actually a popular actor in foreign movies. Right. Hiroyuki uh, Sonata. And he's, God, he's a phenomenal fucking actor in these other foreign movies. Yeah. I've seen a lot of foreign movies. And then, of course, you know, Joe tells him. Who the fuck is that? Ta- Taslam. I've never heard of that name. From the raid. Fuck you. Sub Zero. Oh yeah, fuck! How could I forget about that? God, I fucking love the movie The Raid. Yeah. That movie's phenomenal. Um. Other than that, like a lot of these actors, I had never really even fucking heard of. <laughs> But yeah, they did good though. Yeah, they did. They did. I'm excited to see who they're going to cast as Johnny Cage in the next one. Man, it better be some arrogant motherfucker. That'd be great. <laughs> right here. <laughs> nah. Uh, but anyways, so yeah, we'll see, man. I'm cautiously optimistic. I've been really digging the casting and whatnot, so we'll see. I really like that this is uh, starting to get a lot of attention. So that means a lot of eyeballs are on it. A lot of fans are going to be speaking up, speaking out on the casting and whatnot. So we'll see, dude. We'll see. Um, I, I, they they have to have fucking Axel. They have to. Dude. They have to. They have to. <laughs> He's been on the cover of one of the, I think it was Twisted Metal 2 he was on, or Twisted Metal 3. Twisted Metal 2. Um, you know, I, yeah. I don't know. Because honestly, those are like the two characters, Sweet Tooth and Axel. 
are the two characters that stood out the most to me. Oh yeah, Axel's, Axel's like an Axel. Yeah. <laughs> you know what I mean? <laughs> like a dude stuck between two fucking monster truck tires. Mm-hmm. Um, so yeah, we'll see, dude. We'll we'll see what happens. Um, hopefully they they throw in a lot of uh fan Easter eggs, you know, game Easter eggs, whatever for the fans. Uh, there needs to be fan service. There needs to be. Some people 100%. complain. Some people complain so much about like. Oh, this is too much fan service or whatever. Like in the Sonic movies. And I'm like, that is what people fucking want. I know. Like, stop bitching and moaning about fan service. <laughs> That's why these things are made. Yeah. You know? <clears throat> Excuse me. Anyways, what's our next topic? <laughs> All right, so our next topic is um, CM Punk to take injury time off from AEW. Needs surgery. Will remain champ. Mm-hmm. But interim title will take place while he's out. Right. So over the past weekend, um, double or nothing happened. Yeah. Of course, you know, uh, Britt and I ended up ordering the pay per view anyways, since we were you know stuck at home and you know dealing with COVID. Yeah. But um, dude, fucking double or nothing was so good. I know we talked about it briefly before we started recording, but um, it was amazing. Like it was like. Probably five hours long, including the buy-in, which is like, you know, the free match Yeah. Um, before the pay-per-view actually starts. Dude, when you factor in, like, the cost, right? It's about 10 bucks an hour. Fucking well worth it. Fucking well worth it. There you go. Like, to go see a movie not on a matinee cost could be anywhere between, like, 14 to $20. Yeah, which is, like, almost 10 bucks an hour. Yeah. So, you know, it, it, like, factors in easily or whatever. Anyways, CM Punk faced Hangman Adam Page for the AEW World Championship. Ended up winning. It was a great match. CM Punk fell at one point in the match when he tried to do the buckshot lariat, which is Adam Cole's, or Hangman Adam Page's, um, you know, big move. He's outside the ropes. Uh Uh-huh. Flips over, uses that momentum, bam, hooks somebody. CM Punk flipped over, landed on his feet, and then kind of fell. Like, couldn't do the move. And, I mean, it it is not an easy move to do. Because when you jump over, flip over the the top rope, and your hands are on the rope, the rope gives. right? So it goes down, whatever. You got to adjust with all that momentum and stuff. But I, I, I noticed him kind of like move a little funny afterwards, kind of favoring one leg over the other. Uh, he ended up winning, beat uh, Hangman, won the title. It was fucking awesome. It was like fucking about time, yeah. you know. And then Wednesday comes around, him and FTR have a match against, oh God, I can't remember off the top of my head right now. But... They had a match. They won. And CM Punk fell again during the match. Off, I think it was off the top rope. Um, landed funny, whatever. It was kind of like limping around. Rampage on Friday comes around. And his music hits, you know, the cult's personality. And um, he's walking out kind of limping. Oh, that's not a good sign. Nah. And every, the, the whole crowd was going, like, fucking crazy, right? Because this is, like, the the second city 
um, in their California uh, debut because they debuted in California for the first time in LA on Wednesday. Oh shit! Because yeah, they're they're still relatively new, right? Only about two years old or whatever. Yeah. So they they haven't even come to Arizona yet. You know, when they do, I'm fucking going. <laughs> you know, I'll, I'll fucking I want to be fucking ground level ringside. Yeah. I will pay that fucking money to go see AEW for the first time. Like, fuck yeah, bro. <laughs> Anyways, um, his eyes were like red and kind of puffy, and then the camera kind of like zooms in, zooms in on him when he gets the mic and is in the ring, and you notice his eyes are also watery. Oh, shit. And I was like, don't fucking retire on me right now. <laughs> you know, no, you could kind of see like the crowd in the uh, the sold out arena start to kind of like okay. stop popping so much and start realizing something's up. Something's up. And like he had the mic put up to his mouth, couldn't fucking say anything, see a tear come down and you're like, fuck, 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 fuck. <laughs> Fuck. Don't retire. <laughs> Fuck no. <laughs> and then um Yeah, he, he came out and he was like, I got good news and I got bad news. What do you want first? Uh, uh <laughs> you know. So he ended up saying, you know, he's gonna like like he said in the beginning of his uh he hasn't even been in AEW for a year yet. Damn. Which is amazing. But he said when he came back uh, to, to professional wrestling and when he signed with AEW that he was going to do this till the wheels fell off. You know, he's like, I'm going to do this as long as I fucking can. And he's not young. You know, he's like 41, maybe 42. He's not, he's not a young pro wrestler. He's not in his prime anymore like he was when he was in WWE. Yeah. But um, he was like, good news is, you know, I'm still going to do this till the wheels fall off. You know, my wheels haven't fallen off yet. I just need to fix one of them. And I need surgery. Gonna take some time off. It sucks about the timing because I just won the title. Whatever. I don't want to hold up anybody from winning the title. So I offered to relinquish the belt. Like, let me give it up and earn it back when I come back. Because I am coming back. Yeah. But he said that Tony Khan, you know, the owner, CEO, whatever of uh, AEW told him, fuck no. You're not going to let go of your belt. What we're going to do is we're going to have an interim champion be named, whatever, while you're gone. Hold the fort down. And when you come back, you will have a match with the interim champ mm-hmm. to unify the titles. Yeah. So John Moxley right now is ranked number one. Um, and AEW's ranking, because that's another fucking thing that's awesome about AEW, is they have rankings. <laughs> Wins and losses fucking matter in AEW. Yeah. It's not like fucking WWE where they're like, I want a title fight. It's like, out of nowhere. You know, it's just stupid. Anyways, so what they're going to do is have a battle royale this upcoming Wednesday on Dynamite. Um, and whoever wins that battle royale will face John Moxley at the Forbidden Door um, pay-per-view for the in- interim for title. the interim title. Oh shit! And I I don't know who's named in the the battle royale yet. I don't know if they're just gonna have like all the fucking male roster of like rank you know two through ten be in. The, I I don't know, but I think this is really cool. 
I think it's neat. I don't know the, the details of his uh, surgery required haven't been uh, disclosed yet. You know, his injury hasn't even really been disclosed yet. I'm sure it's like a fucking foot or something. You know, the way he's talking, like my wheels. So that could be your foot. That could be your fucking leg. Yeah. I'm assuming it's probably a foot injury. Because, yeah, I mean, the way you were saying that he was limping. Mm-hmm. You know, it's, yeah, it's generally. Yeah, because it's not like a fucking hip replacement where he's yeah. going to be out for like, you know, a year and a half or whatever. But um, it does suck. It was really sad to hear because I was like, fuck yeah, he's the champ. Like, he won, you know, we're on to the, the next storyline, whatever, so on and so forth. So it really did suck to see, you know, and like, CM Punk is like one of the most genuine dudes in professional wrestling, you know, and for him to say, like, I, I, I was willing to give up the title, I was willing to give up the status of, of me as champ, you know, so the next guy in line, I'm not holding up anybody. So it is pretty cool um, to see that, you know, this is going to happen. Um, his opponent was announced at, uh, I think it was this past Wednesday's dynamite for the forbidden door. Dynamite. Yeah. Um, but now that opponent, I don't know who they're gonna gonna face. I can't remember his name. He's a fucking great dude from New Japan. Um, but yeah, so we'll see, dude. We'll see. I think it's gonna be pretty interesting. You know, it. What sucks is he's injured. He's hurting. He has to have surgery. Whatever. That fucking sucks. Like real life. Yeah. Happens. Like it sucks. But at the same time, it's interesting because now we get something different, something new. Yeah. At the same time. You know what I mean? Like it mixes up story. It forces the creative team to be creative. Yeah. Adapt and, <laughs> and, and whatnot. So, I, well, I mean, from what you're telling me, it's like, you know, I'm not too huge in wrestling like mm-hmm. you are. You know, I don't watch it religiously. <laughs> right. But I mean, it, it's still nice to know that they're. They're a, they're able to adapt without having like for example without him having to give up his title mm-hmm. they're able to adapt and come up with another solution that quickly yeah that's pretty fucking cool though yeah it does kind of suck though because like right now it seems a lot of big time dudes in AEW are are hurt like Sting's out at the moment injury CM Punk Kenny Omega. I don't remember who else is out right now at the how time. Old is, how old is Kenny Omega? Uh, maybe like 36, 37. So the older guys are out right now. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. But like Kenny Omega purposefully, after he lost the title, took time off to get surgeries that he had been pushing off and pushing off. Ah. So. But. And he's closer to coming back than any of the other two, I think, are. Okay. Obviously. Um. But yeah, we also just did get a guy back from injury. Uh, he had been out for like six months. His name's Miro. Um, in WWE, he was called Rusev. No, he's fucking awesome, dude. He's beefy motherfucker, badass. <laughs> um, yeah, he came back on Friday and or Wednesday or Friday. I think it was Friday, but it was really cool. So we'll see, man. Um, we'll see. I'm more interested in watching. Um, 
Dynamite this upcoming Wednesday than I am Hell in a Cell today. So, <laughs> <laughs> anyways, that'll do it for this topic, and we'll be back with the next one. And we're back with our last topic of the episode. All right. Pakistan. So- <laughs> <laughs> ah, my eyes. <laughs> All right, so the last topic of the day. I could do that when I'm taking a sip of beer. <laughs> last topic of the day is the Sony State of Play. Yeah. Which I'm excited for. Yeah, it was uh, it was really good. Um, obviously, you know, I was kind of just out of commission completely within the last, you know, week or whatever. But when the State of Play happened, I was kind of like well enough to be aware and whatever. Um <clears throat> Some really good stuff that came out of the Sony State of Play. Mm-hmm. You know, Sony in my mind right now, they're not in like my good graces, so to speak, just because of like what really has fucked them up, in my opinion, for my take on them, is just the fucking ability to be able to buy a PS5. <laughs> you know, like I know. I'm on a waiting list on Amazon for fuck's sakes to be invited by Amazon to buy a PS5. It's like ridiculous. that's just how bad it is. It's ridiculous. Is it, how is it? Honestly, like they, they've got. Look, I personally mm-hmm. am. I'm a huge Sony fan. Yeah. Well, not huge, but I'm a Sony fan. When it comes to Xbox and Sony, I prefer Sony. Not to say that I don't like the Xbox. Right. Because I prefer one. Right. The thing is, right now Xbox is doing everything better than Sony is. Everything. Oh yeah. my god. Yeah, it's it's the generational shift. It happens every other generation where it's it's just like last generation was nowhere near as bad as this. No, like at least you could be able to to get a PS4, a PS4, or a Xbox One. Yeah. You know. I don't know. Well, now you can get an Xbox. Uh, Series S, really easy. I was at Target the other day and uh, saw two or three, I think it was two, Xbox Series S's for sale. Like, you could buy it at the store. And then you go over to the PS5 section, PS4 section, nothing. nothing. Yep. Tons of switches, ton, or, you know, and, and Xboxes to be able to purchase, but no PS5. Not even a PS4. I mean, unless they have some genius plan saying that, you know, if we hold back, we're going to make more off of this. Mm-hmm. I don't know how. Well, I told you before, man, that they had started um, revamping uh, the PS4 production because PS5s were still unattainable. Yeah. But yet, the PS5 on sales charts is still fucking great. And I'm like, where? How? Who? <laughs> Who, what, where, when, why, and how? Well, the thing is, all right, like, for example, at GameStop, mm-hmm. the moment they got stock, like, last time they had gotten stock of PS5s, yeah. within 12 hours of them announcing it, mm-hmm. meaning they announced it the day before, yeah. and by 12 o'clock p.m., the next day, Sold out. They were already fucking sold out. And I'm sure... What, what sucks about GameStop is they give their power-up rewards members, the, the membership you have to pay for, yeah. they get first dibs. Yeah, that's true. But still, you know, it's like, that's ridiculous. Yeah. And I'm sure also, too, 
they're they're not just the consoles themselves. They're probably send, selling bundles. Oh yeah, you know. But that's I, I don't know. I, I'm just I'm pissed off, dude, because it's like we're going almost on two years now mm-hmm. where these consoles have been out and you can't get it still. I know it's ridiculous. Like I'm grateful and fortunate that I've got the Series S, even though it's not the one I want. I really want the Series X, mm-hmm. but I still have an, a current gen console you know with game pass ultimate whatever but like i still want a ps5 i still want to play games on a ps5 you know i still want the the physical format like Mm -hmm. it sucks going to like a game store or target or best buy and only being able to shop for my switch physically because that's the only console right now that i can buy games for physically that i that's current gen. That's current gen. And yeah. I mean, even the, the Switch isn't necessarily current gen. It's operating on like seven-year-old hardware, you know. <laughs> but um, I would love to be able to go down the Xbox aisle and buy a Series X game. Or go down the PS4 or PS5 aisle and buy a PS5 game. Yeah. But I can't. And it's fucking bullshit. I know. <laughs> So anyways, the state of play was really great. (laughs) But what sucks is uh, I I doubt by January of next year, either one of us will have a fucking PS5. This still won't be in To be able to play any of these games that were announced at the state of play. Well, I mean, luckily, a lot of these games are announced for PS5 and PS4. So there's that. It's pretty shitty they still have to do that. I know. You know, the the backwards... uh, the, the cross-gen gaming doesn't necessarily last this long. I remember, like, Tony Hawk 4 being on the PS1 as well as the PS2. Yeah. And, and like, a couple of Madden games and FIFA games. Like, <laughs> FIFA 2001 was on PS1, you know? Yeah. And, of course, you know, there's the fucking, what is it? Just Dance. That's always been on the Wii <laughs> and I don't know why they kept it going so long, but that's an outlier. But anyways, yeah, so so let's talk about these games that were like revealed or announced at um a, a state of play. The first one um on the state of play was Resident Evil 4 remake. Oh god, it looked phenomenal. It looked really good. This one's the this one's the only one that kind of like irritates me out of these is because it's for PlayStation 5 only. There's an SF for PS4. Right. Oh, that's yeah. my favorite Resident Evil game. That's yeah. the one that, like, got me. Because I've played two, mm-hmm. I've played one, I've played uh, Nemesis and all that. But four is the one that yeah. hooked me. Yeah, and a lot of people say that four is one of the most, or one of the closest games to being the perfect video game. You know, I mean, I can't disagree. There. It's got <laughs> some RPG elements. Yeah, it's got action. It's got adventure. It's got horror. You know, it's got puzzle solving. God damn, you're right. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. The only thing it doesn't. Well, I mean, I would I would say the only thing it really doesn't have is vehicular or something or another. Yes, you can you know navigate the boat, right? But I think even yeah. when you're on the boat, you don't control 
where it goes, right? Well, it's been a while since I played. But... So when you get on the boat, you only control it for a little bit. Right. And and then that's you only control it up until the point where you reach the section where you start the boss fight. Yeah. You know, and then the boss fight happens. You have no control over the boat. Mm-hmm. You fight the boss. And then you somewhat have you you control where it can go, but the thing is, it's such a small area, you can't really you can't really excuse me <laughs> you can't really say that you control where it goes because it's such right. a limited area. Yeah, yeah. So, but it really is like a great game. When yeah. I, I replayed it, the last time I replayed it from start to finish was before I bought my house. So it had to be like 2016, 20, early 2017. Um, mm-hmm. And I remember just playing it for a couple hours every night, you know, and, and just having a really good time. Um, the very first time I played it, I rented it. Really? Yeah. And I beat it during that rental that rental period <laughs> because it was just such so much fun. And like, I know one of the greatest characters in that game that has so much i think unexplored lore or at least to my knowledge i don't know much about welcome the merchant yes yeah <laughs> what are you buying <laughs> yeah oh that's a good Dude, one i still want to know who the fuck is he where did he come from so you're more involved in like the lore side of things when it comes to games does is there a lot of lore to that character not that i know of and huh. you know what, honestly, it's my fault for not really having delved deep into that. Mm-hmm. But I want to know, why does he even exist? Yeah. It's like everybody's fucking going crazy in that area because of the fucking plagas. Yeah. But this dude's just like, welcome. You know why? <laughs> he was masked up, bro. <laughs> <laughs> he was well ahead of the game. He was well ahead of the COVID game. No, but um, and like I really like the mini game. In the in the game, uh, where it's like a shooting gallery, but he oh puts up, yeah, you know, I feel like he's a what what you would call it chaotic neutral. Yeah, you know that's because I mean he's so fucking sells oh. rocket launchers and shit. Of course he's chaotic. Yeah, neutral. yeah, but he's also you could tell probably not a good guy. Maybe I don't know. I mean, he set up a fucking shooting gallery in the enemy fortress. That's true. Yeah. <laughs> He's like, you know, I'm just selling to whoever. Yeah. It doesn't matter if you're an enemy, fucking yep. ally. It doesn't matter. Yeah. Money's money. Um, I'm pretty interested to see him in the game. Who knows what they're going to do with him. Maybe they'll... Bro, it'd be great if they kept the fucking original audio for that. I don't care if they do everybody else's voice acting right? different. If I hear his, like, his fucking PS2 sounding as, yeah. welcome. Yeah. And there, I'd be fucking happy. <laughs> right. Um, I am pretty excited, you know, like, with that game. I don't want to take up too much time with that game. But, um, you know, from what it looked like, it looked really good. It looked like a pretty similar character model. I know that they changed Leon's um, character model in Resident Evil 2 Remake. Oh, so you think they're going to match it up with that? I, I think they're going to match it up with that one. That's fine. But kind of keep the the changes from Leon Resident Evil 2 to Resident Evil 4. Mm-hmm. You know, obviously he has that jacket. His hair color's changed a little bit. Yeah. Um, the president's daughter, Ashley, 
they, she looks almost the same. Yeah, they showed her in, in in the footage, and she looks almost the same, just more in, improved, right? Yeah. Graphically. Um, I'm excited to see what those fucking golem things are going to look like, dude. Everything's going to look the fucking El Gigantes. Yeah, dude, I know. Um, one thing I'm disappointed in is that they didn't show the chainsaw dude at all. They didn't really show too much of the villagers or what the Las Plagas version of them looks like. Um, they're probably just leaving that as a surprise type shit. Yeah. So, you know, like when you get prompted to um, press a button to dodge a boulder. Yeah. Do you think it's going to stay the same like that? Because it did. I'm not going to lie. Dude, it did look it's a little like a, corny in the original game. Where it was like, press X, and it showed the button moving up and down, you know? Yeah. Like, do you think they're going to keep that? Honestly, as corny as it is, they better keep it. <laughs> <laughs> Not one thing. I still can't believe that game was a GameCube exclusive when it first came out. Wait, really? I yeah. I didn't know that. Huh? I didn't know that. Yeah, it was a game. It was a limited uh, timed exclusive. Because one thing I did know is that the GameCube version had an exclusive weapon as did the playstation 2 version what are the what were the differences um i don't remember what the gamecube version weapon was and it's it's a one of those things where you get it after because i know with was it the, like after you beat it yes but with the ps2 version it was after you beat hard mode which you know you unlock hard mode after being normal mode right the PS2 exclusive weapon was the uh, the ray gun. It was a sunlight powered. Oh, gun. like a rail gun. And it was a laser cannon, basically. Yeah, a rail yeah. gun. Yeah. It was, it was a beam of light that it shot out. So. Yeah. But it was exclusive to the PS2. Mm-hmm. And, um, you know, of course. It, was it like a one shot, one kill? Yeah. Yeah. And uh, I think. I remember correctly, it only worked in the daylight. So if you were like in oh. cavern areas, it didn't work. I don't remember okay. exactly. But yeah, it was um, one shot, one kill, pretty much anything. Mm-hmm. And it was exclusive to the PS2. I just do not remember what the uh, GameCube version was. I know the GameCube had that exclusive controller that was the chainsaw controller. What? You never saw that? No. What the fucking... What rock have you been living under? <laughs> well, then again, I, I played it only on the PS2. I didn't play it on the GameCube. Wow, Jamie, that's crazy. Pull that up. <laughs> As I'm looking. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, go ahead and look it up. It was uh, it's pretty cool. Like, It's really a, just a collector's item. I could not imagine playing the game with that controller, but it is pretty cool looking. It's a chainsaw controller. Um, but, oh, you see it? Yeah, what the fuck? Yeah. What the fuck? Mm-hmm. Honestly, that is cool as shit. I had a friend who had it, and he kept it in the box, and he was like, yeah, I'm, I'm, I'm not really, yeah, I'm not really looking to play the game with this. I just think it looks cool. I would buy two just to have one to play the game, and one was a collector. Right. That's so fucking cool. They probably go for a lot of money nowadays, oh, I'd imagine. Course. But, um, so there was that, right? There was that big reveal. It looks like it's, I think it was like, uh, quarter one of 2023 is when that's coming out. I think it was like March. Let me see. Um, I have the, uh, March 24th is the uh, expected release date. Yeah, so that's like at the very end of, of Q1. Mm-hmm. Um, and then there was also announced uh, uh, VR version of um, the Re- PSVR 2 of Resident Evil 8. Yes. Yeah, that looked pretty cool. I can't imagine playing that game in VR, especially with, because uh, 
you know, I haven't beaten the game yet. I haven't played it all the way through, but I have seen uh, the boss battle at the end of the game. Man, to be able to play that boss fight at the end of the game with VR looks very, would in my mind seem very convoluted and very difficult to do. So they might have a workaround for it. Maybe because it's because I mean, I know in Resident Evil Biohazard, they, they ported it over to VR. Yeah. So, but that one I don't think really had like the type of boss battle that Resident Evil Eight has. Oh. Like, have you seen it? Not the final boss battle. Okay, it's with Lady uh, Lady D turning into her giant <laughs> fucking form. Oh wait, no. Okay, so I saw a clip. Of, honestly, I don't remember how the boss battle went because I remember <clears throat> me. she turns into that weird giant thing. Yes, and it's like. On the top of like uh, the castle tower or something. Yeah. So it looks like I, I don't know if I would want to do that in VR. It seems pretty difficult. Mm. I'm only speaking purely from a difficulty standpoint, really. Yeah. Um, but then uh, there was also a couple of other games that kind of seemed interesting. Like you, you, you seem to like that that game Stray. Stray, yeah, that one looks like a very interesting game. Yeah. I'm usually not the type that would be into those kind of games. I honestly, I once I like a certain style, I'll stick to that. Like I'll, like you know, the FromSoft games. I'll stick mm-hmm. to those. I'll stick to first-person shooters. I'll stick to very basic-ass games. I'll admit, I don't like really strange. Well, there's nothing that. basic from FromSoft. True, but yeah. I'm talking about like, <laughs> <laughs> like I don't like you know like side scrollers and all that. And, yeah. and Stray honestly looks like one of those games where it's very basic. It's. It seems like it's going to be an open world, very story heavy based game. Yeah, and I think that's the reason I, I it interests me. And for those of you who are listening who don't know what Stray is, you're in a cyberpunk themed world, um, playing a, a stray cat. Yeah. So there's that. There's um, another game. I, I don't remember what it's called. But it was like a uh, semi-dating sim, semi-RPG uh, action game. Um, I'm looking because I'm looking through the the list right now. E- uh-huh. Eternites. That's it. Uh, I, did I say it right? Eternites. Yeah. Yeah. Yep. Yeah. Eternites. That looked a little interesting. Um, kind of more along the lines of like a Persona game, I think. You fucking weeb. <laughs> I've never played a Persona game. I don't have that no, kind t- of time. T- the fact that you said a dating sim looks interesting. <laughs> oh, well, whatever. The gameplay style. I took more of the action adventure. I didn't know it was a dating sim until the very end of its showcase. Where it said dating sim meets action adventure or whatever. I was like, oh, I didn't really get that vibe. Um, I, there was another game. I can't remember the name of it again. But it was like a roller skating game mixed with a shooter. So it's like uh, roller derby meets roller drone. Yeah. Roller. It looks interesting because it's a, it's a big twist on roller derby because this is perma permadeath. <laughs> so to speak, because you're not just doing your standard roller derby. You're also going through like an arena on roller skates, shooting, shooting people. people. But the shooting action reminds me of Super Hot, where things really slow down or don't move. Yeah. Unless actually, you do. I'm looking at it right now. 
honestly, that looks so fucking cool. It's like a mix of um, Jet Set Radio and Super Hot. Yeah. So it looks pretty interesting. I don't know if I would pick it up at like a full price of like 60 bucks or whatever. Maybe like 20 bucks. But um, maybe looked yeah. pretty cool. Yeah, it looks pretty cool. Another one was the... Which, as soon as I started watching it, I was like, oh, Josh is going to like this. The Callisto Protocol. Oh, God. Yeah, I've been, I've been, since the moment they announced that game, uh-huh. I've been trying to, you know, like, keep an eye on that. And I th- if I remember correctly, it was one of those games where the it's a spiritual predecessor to Dead Space. Right. And I think some of the original devs of Dead Space are working on that. Okay. Because when I saw it, I thought it was a trailer for the Dead Space remake. Nope. It looks just like everything you would expect modern Dead Space to look like. Which, Especially even with, like, there was a line in the in the trailer where the one guy was like, I'm giving you rebirth. And I was like, that sounds like fucking something someone would say in Dead Space for fucking sure. <laughs> Well, and... The thing is, like, Dead Space has its own remake coming out. Mm-hmm. So it's definitely not. Well, that's what I thought it was. Oh, no. Like, I, that, I thought it was, yeah. like, a reveal trailer for Dead Space. Maybe, like, an earlier level or whatever. Because they yeah. show the character unmasked and, yeah. you know, whatever. But um, that yeah. game looks pretty interesting. It looks like... And honestly, like, thinking back now, as crazy and gruesome as that game looks, it looks toned down compared to dead space <laughs> who knows maybe yeah because like there, there there was um what are those enemies that you talked about that are like in the walls oh. that are kind of like the ones in um back for blood oh i forgot the name of them god damn i can look it up but it's the one where they're wailing and um yeah like they don't move unless you like cross them like walk in front of them yeah then they pop out of the fucking cocoon in the wall that they're in. I think they're called war, wall guardians. Yeah, wall, yeah, wall guardians. Because I think this one even had something like that too, and I was like, oh shit. <laughs> yeah. Um, that one looked pretty neat. Uh, to me, the biggest reveal. I feel like I got to sneeze right now. I'm gonna try. Bless you. <laughs> <laughs> oh man, my nuts. Oh, that, yeah, my. My taint really took one for the team there. Oh my God. <laughs> um, anyways, the big standout to me, actually, before we get to that, there was Final Fantasy 16. Oh, yeah. And that's coming out summer of next year. Yep. So we're about a year away from that. Um, I never played 15. I always wanted to. And that's the one with the the group of like bros, right? They're traveling, whatever. Yeah. It, that one always looked really cool to me. And I want to say that came out in like 2016, around the same time Doom did, because I remember both of Why them. Was it Doom 2016? Both of them were taking up a lot of the limelight that year. That's when I had GameFly as well, and I had put both of them on my uh, wish list because mm-hmm. that's how GameFly operates. You know, they'll send you whatever is first available on your wish list. Yeah. I had gotten Doom instead of uh, Final Fantasy, and I was like, okay, cool. Fell in love with Doom. Canceled my membership before I got Final Fantasy 15. Ah. Um, but Final Fantasy 16, it looks like it's almost going back to a primitive time as far as like 
timeline goes in the Final Fantasy realm. Yeah. Uh, more along the lines of like Final Fantasy Nine, maybe even uh, Final Fantasy Six. Um, but it does look good. Oh, I gotta yeah. say, like graphically, it looks fucking amazing, and it looks like they're taking kind of a God of War approach with it because of all of the gods that you'll be facing in the game. Yeah. There was like Odin and all these other fucking um, mythical gods. So to speak, I was waiting for them to say Jesus because, like, it was like say, it was naming off all these fucking gods, and I was like, "Where's Jesus?" <laughs> I was like, "What? What? Because we talked about that. Remember? I was like, imagine uh, Kratos fighting Jesus." <laughs> um, but it does look really cool. It's it doesn't seem like it's going to be turn based at all, like you said. Yeah, because like Final, I've I've played Final Fantasy fifteen. Mm-hmm. It's not turn based. It's such a Honestly, it's a very different style of gameplay than you'd ever expect. Right. Because it's not exactly turn-based, but it's slightly turn... It's weird. It's so fucking weird. It's one of those games where... I don't even know how to explain it. The gameplay is so different. The It's very different. The only clip that I saw of gameplay that I remember, anyways, of Final Fantasy XV was the group of you know the the protagonists fighting this like giant snake-like creature Mm -hmm. like all attacking it at the same time and stuff and i was like oh wow this is completely different than another than any other final fantasy i've ever seen because to my knowledge and it's very limited with within the world of final fantasy um that i had seen non-turn-based combat in that franchise yeah, and I know, generally speaking, I think it was 13 and 14, I think, were the first ones to get and, away from turn-based. And one of those is like an MMO, isn't it? 13? 14. 14, okay. 14's in MMO. Yeah, and um, 15 really, like, they revamped the whole system. Honestly, visually speaking, though, 15 is spectacular. Okay. Because, like, it's not just because it, the graphics are good. But it's just the way the game plays out. It's mm-hmm. just very visually pleasing. You know, and that's some, that's that's one game I have not seen at like any resale shop. I, I have not seen a copy of Final Fantasy Fifteen at Bookman's, at fucking uh, GameStop, anywhere. Like, really? I, yeah, I've never seen a physical edition of it. Huh. <laughs> Alright, so yeah, um, Final Fantasy 16 looks pretty cool. I'm, like, hear me out. I think it's fucking crazy that 2016 was the last time a Final Fantasy game came out. Mm-hmm. 16, 17, 18, 19, 20, 21, seven years ago. That was seven years ago. Well, you gotta remember though, they did do the remakes. Remake. Or yeah, the remake of As far as I'm concerned, the only the the first half of the remake came out. The second yeah. one hasn't even come out yet. I know. Which <laughs> is nuts. It's fucking crazy. But I mean, at least you know they're taking their time with these games. And you can see it in the gameplay and in the visuals. Yes. But what I'm saying is going back to like um our conversation earlier about the next game coming up. This franchise has been out for so long and they cranked games out like 
crazy back in the day. And then now all of a sudden they're like taking their fucking time. Which Honestly, I mean, I, I get it, right? I'm not even mad about it though. This is I wonder I kind of almost wonder if they run out of uh stories to tell. Because it's not a continued shared universe. Yeah, every every story except for a few yeah. are not the same. It's it's almost like Pokemon, like we were talking about earlier, how it's like, I wonder if like they know it's okay to stop introducing new Pokemon because some of the new Pokemon designs look fucking lazy or just fucking garbage. Like that one Pokemon that's literal garbage. Yes. <laughs> yeah. Or the skyscraper Pokemon. Oh my god, those fucking names. Uh, yeah, I know yeah. what you're talking about. Yeah. But um anyways, I think it does look pretty cool. I don't know if I'll get it or not. Um I'm still yeah. trying to work through like Final Fantasy Nine, honestly. Ah. <laughs> On my PS one. So <laughs> I might get it, honestly, because yeah. I, I did like Final Final Fantasy fifteen. It was mm-hmm. actually a pretty good game. Story wise was pretty good. Gameplay wise was different but it was fun yeah but overall it was a good game right it just the only issue i spawned had a lot it, of good cosplay oh yeah yeah <laughs> <laughs> the only issue i had with the game was that there was no replayability with it gotcha you know yeah there was just, there was really none it's like it's one of those games where even if you didn't complete everything unless you were like a hardcore fan there wasn't really too much replay replayability gotcha because, like, the final, like, the actual, like, the, the challenge boss uh-huh. was this giant-ass turtle. Yes, I heard about that. Yeah, and yeah. the thing is, it, it took over an hour Yes. to defeat it. Yes. At, like, max everything. Yeah. And I was like, what the fuck? I was like, <laughs> the only people who would play that, do that challenge, would be, like, hardcore fans. Right, someone who wants to platinum the game. Yeah. Yeah. It's like that's that's one of those things that I understand. Could you pause? No. Oh my god! No way! I would never try that then. Like I think. Fuck I, that! I think if I'm remember correctly. Could you like exit to the like PlayStation home screen? Oh, it would reset the boss fight. Oh. Like if I remember correctly, you can like you can pause like normally. Yeah. But not during the boss fight. <laughs> that's bullshit. What if you like took an image? There's got to be a way around it to pause it, because you know, like I, I think I, it's the left, the left button on the PS4 controller. You can actually, you know what? No, you could pause it because there was part you could because there's parts there would be times where I'd be like mid battle, mm-hmm. like the characters like doing mid somersault doing some some attack mm-hmm. where you know he'd be like mid air like that, yeah, upside down. You could pause it, but still, that extends it to an over an hour to take a break. Right. So. Anyways, the last game, bless you. <coughs> Damn. The last game I want to talk about in this uh, Sony State of Play is the reveal of, um, m- well, not a reveal because there was already a reveal, but much more shown of Street Fighter Six. Yeah. This game looks awesome. Mm-hmm. You've got like this, what seems to be an open world kind of hub world in Metro City. Which is the city from Final the Final Fight series? Metrocity. Yeah, it was really cool that they showed like a statue, a very quick statue of, of Hagar um, from Final Fight. You know, you've got some new characters that they showed heavily in the game yeah. uh, gameplay reveal and whatnot. Um, the roster was leaked online. the 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 base roster for the game. Yeah. <laughs> 
excuse me. And a lot of people are like, oh, well, where's this character? Where's that character? Like, obviously, it's going to be DLC. Like, chill the fuck out. Yeah. That's how that's how shit works nowadays. You ought to know there's going to be DLC characters. Yeah. You know. Um, I think the graphical style looks pretty cool because it's changed from kind of cartoony looking to a little bit more of a, a realistic graphical approach. Yeah, I, it still has that. Like that, uh, it's that not, artistic look to it. Yeah, it's not completely like cell shaded and animated the way Street Fighter V looked. Yeah. Um, but damn, man, like these games are becoming like more and more. I think, in my opinion, honest, honest opinion, um, interesting. Like when you look back at like. The one everybody played, Street Fighter Two, Super Street Fighter Two, Street yeah. Fighter Two Turbo, which yeah. are you know you look at that, and then you see how the characters have physically evolved, you know, like Im- image wise and whatnot. It's really cool because Ryu, or I'm sorry, the way you're supposed to pronounce his name is Ryu. <laughs> it's one <laughs> syllable, <laughs> and it's supposed to be pronounced like that. Whatever. Anyways. He is described as a wandering martial artist. Yeah. You know, never really has a home, whatever. You see him look really clean cut, kind of young in, in Street Fighter 2. And then you fast forward to Street Fighter 6, and he looks like a wanderer. Yeah. You know, like... That's true. Like, looks fucking rad. Um, if you look up the leaked um, character... You know, roster. Ken looks kind of rough. There's some characters that that the designs are kind of like, well, this kind of looks a little weird. Doesn't necessarily look true to character or form. Um, But I kind of get it at the same time because modern day style and uh, fashion has kind of become kind of obtuse so to speak. Yeah. You know, like what like rich people are wearing, you know, like (laughs) a lot of rich people dress like fucking hobos and wear crazy ass bullshit and whatever. And that, that kind of bled through in the character design to street fighter six. And, um, I don't know, like they got Ken in a fucking big ass jacket and some skinny jeans and he looks kind of funny, (laughs) you know? But um, what I didn't see is Blanca. How could they not have Blanca? Right. I didn't see E-Honda in there either. E-Honda is a fucking staple character, bro. I know, but like Blanca is a little bit more staple, though. <sighs> Debatable. <laughs> I think they're on the same level. Um, Zangief looks just like he did in fucking Street Fighter 2, which is funny. <laughs> Just more modernized. Yeah. Um, but I think this game looks pretty fucking awesome. And it does. It I really need to brush does. up on my skills with Street Fighter because I haven't had Street Fighter V V V is five, right? Yeah. Okay, so I had Street Fighter Five on my laptop. Oh my god. In two thousand nine. God, really? Yeah. Because I bought that game and my laptop on the same day with some college grant money. <laughs> <laughs> and I would play Street Fighter 5 
on my Asus or Asus, however people Asus, Asus whatever how people Asus. say that brand. Um, I used to play that during class, and because I was moving my fingers so fast, it sounded like I was typing and taking notes. <laughs> but i used to play street fighter 5 like all the time back in the day but i never played it with a controller so i need to kind of like brush up because like i actually want to get this game it looks really cool i am a little nervous because i don't know necessarily like i said before if we're even gonna have ps5s by the time these games come out that's true you know and like PS4 controller uh, probably feels completely different than a PS5 controller because they got different fucking shapes. Button layouts look the same, but it's just different. It's but the different ergonomics shape. are yeah completely yeah. different. Um, you could say the same thing going from like an Xbox uh, One controller to an Xbox Series S or X controller. They are shaped differently, and that's why it's got different. It's just got a different feel to it, but. Yeah. Um, Dude, this game looks pretty cool. I'm pretty excited about it. Um, it looks like there's going to be like some combo breaker systems involved. And, combo breaker. Yeah, for real, dude. <laughs> but uh, yeah, I'm pretty excited. It, it was a good state of play. I think that um, this might have been Sony's best state of play, in, uh, in my opinion. And from what I've seen a lot on Twitter and whatnot, a lot of people are very excited about what... Um, What's to was come? was what's to come? What was revealed and everything? Yeah, uh, nothing real immediate that's coming out, but at the same time, some pretty big hitters. You oh know? yeah. So we'll see. You know, I I don't think Street Fighter Six was announced for Switch. I don't know. I'd have to check. Yeah i I don't remember seeing the Switch logo down there, but um, I don't know, man. It's it's pretty exciting, though. The mm-hmm. Resident Evil news. You know what, what? What's funny is a lot of the news that we were excited about comes from Capcom. All right. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. It's, it's it's really. It wasn't even Sony's own doing. It was it was Capcom, it was Capcom a yeah. third party, <laughs> Capcom and Square Enix. So, um, let us know, man. Like what you guys think about all this news about gaming and everything that's uh, going on. Obviously, there's no E3 this year, right? Yeah. So, which I think they're getting, aren't they getting rid of E3 now? Well, they said it might come back next year. Oh, so we'll I see. Hope so we'll see. Um, next up, X- Xbox is hyping up their own showcase. Mm-hmm. Um, they, they had a video on Twitter where it's like, what to expect from our next or, or from our showcase. And I said, hashtag Xbox Bethesda. And it was a video montage of. All these speakers just saying Xbox, 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 oh, Xbox. God. Yeah, it was, it was pretty funny. I'm not going to lie. Um, so we'll see. And then, you know, there's got to be a Nintendo um, Direct Which, sometime. I mean, they really... Yeah, they, they do that all the random ass time anyways. Yeah. There's a lot of hype behind Pokemon Violet and Scarlet, you know, so we'll yeah. see about all that. Um but anyways, guys, that's going to do it for us here at the N Squared Podcast. We really appreciate you guys being uh, so understanding and patient with us being out of the game for a week while I had COVID and whatnot. Um, if it's your first time listening, make sure to give us a good rating. 
Well, really, just any rating, really. You know, we appreciate the honesty. <laughs> if you hate us, let us know. If you love us, let us know. Um, make sure to subscribe. It's free. Mm-hmm. You can find us on uh, Spotify and Apple Podcasts, as well as the Anchor app, is, um, in- including that. Uh, this podcast is brought to you by Anchor, a very easy, free way to record and edit your podcasts. We love using Anchor. It's just the easiest thing ever, honestly. It's it's, it's convenient. It's super convenient. No struggle or, you know, uh, trouble to record and edit on here. So thank you, Anchor by Spotify. We love you guys. We thank you so much for listening and enjoying us, whether it be morning, day, or night that you're listening to us. Uh, you can find me on YouTube at nerdynick underscore 91 on Instagram by the same name and on Twitter at buff nerd. And you can find Josh in the sauce on (laughs) iFunny. Every time. Every time. Uh, This has been episode six. I don't fucking remember. (laughs) I don't know either. This has been the N Squared Podcast. We thank you guys so much. Say, stay safe, stay healthy, and we'll see you guys in the next one. Booyah.